0: Welcome to Keeping Your Insanity While Single Parenting Podcast. I am Coach Corlette, and we are encouraging and inspiring, empowering the masses on walking out this thing we call life. This podcast will bring to you candid conversations, not only about single parenthood, it will also focus on women empowerment, uh, resources, relevant news, and business, and all things pertaining to life. In which would be helpful even to the single parent. So today's guest, we have Miss Lakeisha Harrell. She is a style educator and thought transformer. She is first a love of God, second a wife, and third a mother of two wonderful young genius boys. She has loved fashion since the age of nine. Once introduced, it was no turning back, or no diluting the passion. La, pronounced L-A like the city, Harrell Styling Company was birthed 10 years ago. She has been styling and shopping professionally for the past nine years, working with all types of clients, from ministry leaders, speakers, entrepreneurs, parents, and etc. and their budgets. And now God has her to educate people on their personal style and transforming how they think of themselves. She teaches women of faith techniques on how to confidently build, style, and maximize their wardrobe. One of the most rewarding themes for her is seeing her clients smile. An accomplished mission of hers is for your style to speak volumes before you open your mouth about your ministry, business, or brand. So welcome, Lakeisha LaHair.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for it, for having me on. That's great. I greatly appreciate that
0: intro. Hi. I'm excited. When you say you, you know, you were available to come on. I was excited to have you on because I, I just see you doing some awesome things.
1: Thank you. All the glory goes to God. Honestly, I'm just, you know, doing what God has purposed me to
0: do here on earth. So I'm very, very excited. Amen. You sound like me. It's like it, I'm doing it, doing what I do for the glory of God. And anything he wants to do with it, then so be it. Amen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: He
0: gave yeah. us the gifts. We have to honor him with it.
1: So that's exactly what I'm I'm trying
0: to do. Okay. Well, I know you're, you have a limited time, so let's just jump right into it. Um, go ahead and tell us those that don't know you about who you are and exactly what you do.
1: So of course, I'm LaKeisha Charrel. I'm the owner of L.A. Harel Styling Company. And so like I put it in the bio that L.A. looks like La, and so some people say La Charrel, and it's, I'm like, it's not La Harrell. It's L.A. like the city. All right. So I got that because my mother-in-law, her, she used to call her mom L.A. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that name came from. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I've been styling for years, professionally for about 10 years. Um, I just transitioned into more so coaching, mm-hmm. um, coaching clients on their style. So helping them to develop their particular style, their tech, and showing them, um, teaching pretty much how to, different techniques of how to style yourself, how to maximize Diversify your wardrobe. Um, I've worked with mainly their entrepreneur speakers, mm-hmm. primarily in ministry or some sorts of ministerial um, avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I've done some photo shoots, mm-hmm. and I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs, so kind of diverse as far as that. Or and I've actually worked with um, you know you working in a profession. You know, teaching, mm-hmm. Um, you're in some sorts of corporate setting. And so, what I'm going to, you know, first time I'm going to, being a mom, of two, or multiples, and that sort of thing. And then we're not, we don't think about us, we think about our kids. All right. You know, how can we keep them looking at this? And so I'm kind of there just to say, hey, can't forget about you. You can look good. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend a bunch of money. All right. So, just to show the techniques that I, I've gained. So personal shopping, you know, I've done that as well. So my thing is just kind of show people that if you kind of just get a piece here, a piece there, you can build your wardrobe and not spend a bunch of money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm letting you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money. There are ways that you can get around it to doing it. So um, other than that, as far as career-wise, I've been married for almost 15 years and we have two boys.
2: Yeah, and they're eight and nine,
1: mm-hmm. and they actually have their own business. Right. And so, you know, we're also in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been in ministry for eight years, nine years, mm-hmm. and um, at our local church, my church, um, mm-hmm. where I'm in ministry, and my husband is an elder, and so that's in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's Definitely.
1: about that's about my life. That's what I'm not like
0: right now. So. Yeah, and I actually um, I see the, you know, you have some wonderful, you post like, uh, just like wonderful, colorful um, posts all the time. And you post, and I see you getting those bargains in, and I'm all about a bargain, yeah. you know, and you just yeah. have a knack for finding those bargains. So yeah. do you have any I'm tips with me? Yeah. Okay. Like, show people, like, you
1: could,
0: you could style up a $10 dress. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not a piece of clothing. If I see something, I'm going to hunt it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to find it. Or, you know, I just so happen to fall on these deals. When
1: I was shop for clients, I would tell my friends, it's funny because when I go in, I'll be like, Lord, you know what this person needs, you know what I'm trying to do. And he has never failed me. I always found something mm-hmm. that they need within their budget. Hmm. and i don't have to go 50 different places to find it hmm. so
0: yeah. So tell us um you know you told us about what you do but what what pushes Lakeisha so why do you do what you do?
1: Um, to be honest with you it's God and I know that's kind of like the textbook answer hmm. but it honestly is because I know that without him I'm nothing. Like I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. It won't be successful. Um, so him and then my family. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you know, we we can speak about you know being a generational curse breaker. But how does that go about actually doing it? We know spiritually, mm-hmm. but then also physically, as we're here on earth. What is it that we're doing that's going to cause a generational ripple effect? Mm-hmm. Um as far as breaking curses and that's operating in your gifting. But then when you operate in your gifting and your obedience, mm-hmm. blessings starts to follow. So um that's really what does is really God in my family and I have I'm same family mm-hmm. by blood mm-hmm. and my friend, which mm-hmm. I consider them family. Right. So really them all because regardless of if we were born in the same blood, we you're touching my life and touching your life in some mm-hmm. sorts of aspect. That mm-hmm. So that's ultimately what pushes me. And then I love to see I love to see other people not so much as that kind of come through the bottom mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, you see people who story stories inspiring. It's like, look, I had this, I had twenty dollars. Yeah. But they take twenty dollars and you like, and hey, you built a whole, you know, empire, okay. you know, <laughs> with with not of course not with the 20 dollars, but mm-hmm. because you were
0: so passionate about succeeding. Yes. Like you didn't give Sharia the option. Mm-hmm. So that's really that's really what pushes me. Wow. And I and I see and I know that you you specifically pushed modesty in fashion. Oh. So yeah. what's yeah, what, what's the passion behind that?
1: To glorify God. Years ago, God gave me this name, Styling
0: for God. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I didn't...
1: I was like, okay, you know, God gave me something. All right, struggling so, so I just used it. And at the time, I used it um, for my social media to do my style inspiration boards, just to kind of show people, like, you can
0: kind of... You can be funky with your style, you can be fashion-forward, yeah. and still be modest. So I always tell people, like, my slogan is,
1: Modesty does not mean, doesn't mean boring, and it doesn't, because people associate modesty with the nun look
2: mm-hmm. Like,
1: I got to have a all the way down to me, mm-hmm. all the way down to my people. I got to have, and that's not true,
2: right.
1: you don't, right. but then I'm showing you that there is a good medium between mm-hmm. you being fashion forward and you're not having to show everything. Some stuff is not for
3: everyone to show, right. because if you're showing the world, what is it that your husband with?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I saw something today where a lady was saying, um, you could be a sexy Christian. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. If we look at the definition of sexy, that's, it's, it's something sexual. Right. So that means that they're, you're wanting someone
3: to lust after you. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is not a God. Mm-hmm. So to say, uh, to a Christian woman, it's okay for you to be a sexy Christian. That's an more. That, that doesn't make sense. Right. That's not the word of God. Mm. You can be sexy for your husband. You're a Christian. Yes. But to say that just to anybody no.
1: like when you with your girlfriends, I'm not trying to look sexy. Right. Why would I be trying to look sexy? What mm. I want to do is look put together. Right. What I want to do is look fashionable. That's what I want to look like. And so, um, I think with the younger generation, like, Mm -hmm. they feel like, I will lose myself Mm -hmm. if I become modest or I dress modest, and that's not true. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to give you the idea of, yeah, you can be covered up. You don't have to have your breasts out. You don't have to have your butt out. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have, you know what I mean? You don't have to be ultra tight Mm -hmm. just to show you that you can look like a million bucks, but then not have the eyes gawking at you. Right, you know, lusting after. So that's the the idea behind the you know the modest modest side. So.
0: Right, and it's, a, it's an important subject because we know we live in this culture where it's like everything, anything out, anything go, you know, and then falling right and following the, the celebrities and what if they wear then you know this is how we're supposed to dress. And I'm I'm just thinking about that person to say, well I. You know, I like being fashionable, but, you know, and so I think sometimes them not knowing, and I guess that's with someone like you come in exactly how to do that, how to be fashionable and fly, you know, without being old fogey. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like when you think about when you were in the world, mm-hmm. it, it, so God said that we're
1: in the world, but not of the world. Right. I mean, we are set apart. We are to look different mm-hmm. that's not we're not to look like the world mm-hmm. and i think that's in the literal sense and then also in the spiritual sense mm-hmm. so if i'm supposed to look different there should be something about me that's saying that someone else will say man it's something about you yes it is because mm-hmm. right. that's the whole mission it's the point 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 it back to him into mm-hmm. disciples that's the great commission right so um but some people kind of use it like oh well you know I mean, this all I want to dress. Okay. Well, you know, your conviction is your conviction. Right. My job is not to push my conviction on you. Right. I can just show you Christ through mm-hmm. clothing, through styling. Mm-hmm. That's all I can do. And so it, it potentially open up the door. I may just be the person mm-hmm. that waters or the
0: person that plants. Um, but ultimately, God is going to get the glory in it all. Right. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I've i always tried layering it. Layering. Uh, mm, oh, yeah. That helps a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah, so you can wear a piece, you know, but I wouldn't wear a certain pieces by themselves. Get it?
1: I mean, you just know that, um, like, even you know, with ministry, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot, of, a lot of people that i saw are like really in ministry, and it's to show them mm-hmm. like there's a standard um especially behind the pulpit yeah. there's a standard mm-hmm. behind the pulpit you shouldn't be looking like you're going to brunch with your girls mm-hmm. and not saying that because some people do wear stuff that you know you can kind of transition it because it's you can do that because what you're wearing mm-hmm. i can see you're covered mm-hmm. so i can see you wearing it behind the pulpit but it's kind of some stuff you're just like that's a sacred place mm-hmm. so in the sacred place um it's some sorts of level of conviction it's like I don't wanna wear this before our father. I don't wanna wear he's he wants you to have on your priestly robe. Mm-hmm. So I have to come to him in that manner. Mm-hmm. Um and so layering is good. I always I have
2: to wear a kimono every day. Mm-hmm.
1: Like every yeah. But that's not that's not everybody's style. Right. And so just to show people if it's if it's not a kimono, then maybe it's a blazer or a jacket mm-hmm. or it could be, you know, a shirt or something like that. But that's not always the case. You don't always have to do that. Right.
2: But it's other
1: ways If you see somebody's style, you're like, "Oh, I really like that." Mm. Like some people think, "Okay, well, I can't wear shorts." No, it's not because you can't wear shorts. If you don't want to wear shorts, with your butt's hanging
0: out, right? That's the <laughs> difference. difference. Exactly. So
1: it's the way to do it.
0: Right. But um, I think just nowadays we kind of misinterpreting different. Words
1: mm-hmm. like classy now is attached to things that are not classy at all, mm-hmm. and so hopefully I'm just praying that through the things that I show the photos, the style, the inspiration, um, my style inspiration for it
0: that people would see that okay, that's what person wants us to look like. Right, and and for the person to say, well, what's the big deal? What's yeah. what's the big deal? What is the big deal? Um, and especially as you say in ministry and wearing certain things, what's the big deal? You know, of them just coming as they are. You know, uh, as far as when you know what they would wear out. You know, when they go out or you know.
1: Well, so the think. thing
0: is, is that um, that's how we can tell. Like at our church, mm-hmm. we call each year something
1: like this is the year of maturation, mm-hmm. um, maturity, mm-hmm. maturity in Christ. So that's. That's progression. So as you see someone, it's just like with school. I'm not going to come into first grade and you're teaching me trigonometry. You're learning that in high school. So it's Mm -hmm. levels. But what I know is that if you come in as a first grader, I know that you just learned addition. Mm -hmm. Possibly. Like you know, your agency spelling out, out four or five little words. You know what I mean? So it's certain things that you've already been acclimated to, but there's a whole whirlwind of things that you haven't been. Mm-hmm. And so I have to teach you at in order to bring you up to the next level. In mm-hmm. order for you to go to second grade, you have to learn some, tackle some things in the first grade. In order for you to go from elementary to middle school, you have to tackle some things in elementary to go to middle school. But the big deal
3: is that the Word of God says that if I am of, of, of mature mm-hmm. faith, right. And I cause you a lesser or weaker faith to fall, I'm at fault. Right. So if
1: I know, a lot of times what happens is if I know my shirt is cut low, mm-hmm. I always tell people before you leave the house, do a mirror check. Bend over, sit down, do all of that. Mm-hmm. So then that way, number one, you're not tugging at your dress or tugging at your shirt, tugging at your pants,
2: mm-hmm.
1: bitching Be- around with your clothes to fix them all the time and you're presentable right. like you know it's stuff is not everywhere we are to look a certain way i always feel like you're just thinking about like you're coming before the king of kings you're coming before your father how how would you want to live? how would you want to live right we should be presentable we should come as priests as we are and so um that's really the big deal because you don't want anybody to fall looking at you Right. especially if you're ministering the word of God mm-hmm. this any this the body should not be a distraction.
2: Right. But right.
1: if I know that um I should put that on. Now if you're a babe, let's say you you were you were a stripper and you just came from the club, you come in. Right. right. I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh my God. Exactly. But, no. Exactly. You are a babe. Right. So I'm I'm treating you as such. Right. So I'm not gonna judge you because of how you come in. But the intention is different because now I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to come in. Right. But once I've been in ministry and I know, I know I should not have on the top is, that has my breasts off, right. behind the pulpit. Right. And then to use the, the verbiage saying that, oh, a verbiage. Oh, saying, well,
2: people shouldn't be looking at me. You're on the pulpit. What? What? what should they? Yeah, right. Well, I, mean, I mean,
1: so it's like you have to use wisdom. That's a sacred ground. That's yeah. a sacred place. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to get back to getting to um, showing that this is a sacred place. But we, but those women who are elders, who are older, mm-hmm. are to show the younger women
2: mm-hmm.
1: that this is how you're supposed to. You don't have to be the, the nun look. Right. Like,
3: Lord, but it's yes. a
1: way not but it's a way that you can still keep your little you know, keep your little taginess. Mm-hmm. But don't just not on bagel. Right. Because now once you've gotten the bread, okay, once you've gotten to meat and then you've gotten to strong meat, there's a strong conviction mm-hmm. that's saying the Holy Spirit will tell you, do not put that on. No. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will tell you and a lot of times the Holy Spirit telling you don't wear this. But so right. we bought it. We spent our money. Right. And we like, nah, I don't this. This event, I'm wearing this. And we we let our voice drown out what the Holy Spirit told us not to wear. The Holy Spirit told us not to wear it.
2: Mm. Now you're at the place. You're uncomfortable. People can tell you're uncomfortable. And
0: you have nothing no to change it to. Because initially at the house, you didn't to listen to My God. <laughs> so that's that's
1: that's the... um the big deal. Right. The big deal is that your clothes at the shape that like the shape that I have, I know I have a shape. And I know a certain thing that I cannot wear. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm fine with it. I the way my condition is set up, I'm fine with the it. it's different when if I go out with my husband right. or if I'm out with my boys or if I'm in a sporting you know what I mean? Like we right, right. have to use wisdom. Right. That's what God gave us that for. So mm-hmm. using wisdom in all things. So I know date night, but then I know even in date night, like I'm not
0: gonna just have myself fully exposed. Right. I'm not about to do that. Right. So that's that's the big deal. That's the big deal. Well, thank you so much for sharing the big deal. So if you didn't know, now you know, Lakeisha Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. That 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 was awesome. We're gonna pivot right here because I know as you you mentioned, you have two young sons, uh, which I witnessed over the weekend. Uh, they did their first like business, you know, vending event, uh, which is an awesome thing. So you're raising them up and you're teaching them not only spiritual things, but you're also teaching them the natural because one day they're going to have households that they're going to have to take care of. And so you have two young sons. So tell us about that. And, uh, and hopefully one day I'll be able to bring them on, but just why you thought it was important to introduce business on that level to them,
1: so it's important to me because my mom introduced it to us. Mm-hmm. I just didn't catch wind to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: well, let me say, she introduced it to us because she was an entrepreneur, but she was she also worked right. So she worked at the gas, the oil company, and she had mm-hmm. her own business on the side. So that was like my first inside of an uh, entrepreneur was my mom right. and um, and then that I think about it my grandfather because my grandfather built houses mm-hmm. and so um, that's really the start of it mm-hmm. but to change the trajectory of you know our language the bloodline like me and my husband like well mm-hmm. we want to get them started with a business but we like okay we asked them, well, what, you know, what do y'all going to do? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And then we were like, okay, you want to do it? Let's go. Now with children, they're learning. So it's kind of like, you know, let's say like don't get weary and well-doing. Right. So they get so weary. But mm-hmm. it's like we have to just close them back up to say, to remind them of the reasons of why they're doing it, mm-hmm. but to where they can understand. Because it's like they get excited, they say, well, when they saw their pictures on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Or when we talked about, oh, we could get y'all some shirts made. And it excites them because they're seeing their space on something that they will wear. Yeah. You know, or their peers will wear. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just keeping them excited about business, the the back end is something like they just mm-hmm. they're learning. Right. Um, but that was the main thing. It's just you kind of break up that that Poverty right. mindset, right. or and it's not a discouragement for someone who mm-hmm. wants to go to school. You want to go to college. Mm-hmm. You want to work for someone. I don't think that there's anything wrong like with that, and right. I believe mean that right. God is braced people for that. Mm-hmm. And I also believe people God has great people to be entrepreneurs. Right. And so um, with them, it was a this is an option for you. Right. So a lot of times, like when we, when some people were younger, they weren't given that option.
3: It was go to school, get your degree. Right. There wasn't no option to be an entrepreneur, or they didn't see that in their household mm-hmm. and in their family. So, with this, it's to hopefully be
1: an encouragement um, just to them mm-hmm. and then also to their peers. Right. They can show their peers, like,
2: you can have a business too. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean?
1: What, yeah. what, what you like, what, what you're passionate about. And then what happens is it changes the, the kids, the, our children's conversation. Yeah. Like, they start to talk different. So, now, yes. not that it's just business, this, business. This, this, but it's an encouragement to them because they're like, hey, nobody's doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, we doing something really, really big. Right, yes. And it's good to have the parents to back you to, to say, encourage you to say, yes, you are doing something big. You're going to change the world. You're going to
0: do something different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. So um, that really was kind of the reason of why we opted to take them on that entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. to show them that um, you have options. Right, absolutely.
1: So those options can spark conversation, mm-hmm. which could be options
0: the same. Absolutely, absolutely. And and what's the name of the business again?
1: Little people lemonade.
0: Little people lemonade. So all you guys that are listening, go over there uh, to just yeah, yeah. Yeah. on IG, yeah. our social medias, and look up the little uh, people lemonade. That's awesome to have, especially young, just any any child, but definitely. Young black male children, you know, introducing that to them. Uh, And you talked about your mom. Was your mom a a single parent at any point? Yes,
2: she
0: was. Okay, and okay, so you did share with us how pivotal it was for your mom to introduce you guys to certain things like business. You know, even though she, you know, worked. And I just want to let people know out there: you can be entrepreneur. You may not be just full fledged, you know, just doing being an entrepreneur, but you may be working, but you still can, you know, be entrepreneur as far as the way, you know, having a business or growing a business, you know, and just the way, you know, uh, that you're living your life. And so basically that's what your mom was doing. So you saw this single parent saying, hey, I want more than just this job and though it was oil and gas, especially at that time, if I was a good job, but I want to show my kids more. And that translated yeah. over into what basically you having a passion you have now for being an entrepreneur. So that's definitely awesome, and that's a message for any single parent out there that that's that's listening. You know that whatever you, you introduce to it. your to your your kids, yeah. you know, especially once you know. I know some things. You know, back in the day, I just I didn't know. You know, but now with social media, with YouTube, all of that, the information is definitely out there, right? Yes, yeah. and it was funny because even though my I- was a, I'd say like a part-time
1: entrepreneur, because she wasn't full-time, right. Um. I had this fear of doing, being an entrepreneur, being over someone or being a boss, cause mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, it's just, but I know it was, even now I know that ultimately it was a spirit. Right. Because I just, at the time I was like, oh, okay, I got, I had this talent, and I'm just going, I just could, I if I could just work for this person, if I could just work for this person mm-hmm. and God was trying to tell me like I don't want you to work for anyone. Right. Like I that's not where I'm having you to go. Mm-hmm. And so um I think a lot of times like prophetically prophetically we have to listen to God's voice and even like with our children
2: mm-hmm.
1: listen to them and go with God is saying for them as mm-hmm. parents. But as my mom, as a single parent, um, my mom just had these grind. <laughs> <laughs> her, it was like, I once she got out of a certain neighborhood, she was like, I'm not going back there. Right. Well. Like, I, she was a person of, I'm looking forward, that's where I'm looking. Right. Like, I'm looking back. Right. So when she got out the hood, it was like, okay, I'm out the hood. Okay, we're here. So this is where we're progressing Perfect. or going toward. And so, um, she just really, yeah. Her career, you mm-hmm. know, she had us at a very young age. Right. Uh, she was still a teenager. And, but they didn't, she didn't allow it to stop her. Right. Because she mm-hmm. progressed and she continued on. Mm-hmm. And I tell a lot of people who are single parents, male or female, mm-hmm. like, I how to bring people to do that. Because right. I'm thinking, like, being nice, and I'm thinking, like, we only got two kids. Right. And I'm like, thank the Lord, for a whole time. <laughs> but for people who are single, mm-hmm. I tell them like, look, I've seen my mom. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say that it's, it's perfect or it was perfect, right. but she did the best of what she had. Right. And we never left. Mm-hmm. We never went without. Mm-hmm. Um, She just worked with the gifts that God gave her, but she was great in numbers. She was great at money. And so she worked with her skills. Mm-hmm. So I think the best really big. Um, cause it left a really big impression upon me, it left a stamp, you know, in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. this that you had as a mom, this was the example that you had. In her mind, mm-hmm. it was this is bigger than me just being a single parent. Right. It's it's something much greater than me. So, yeah, I, that's an encouragement to any single parent. Like, listen, you can do it. I don't, I don't care if you're down and out. Like, if you can muster up the faith, say like. This Give me. Let me just get myself going. Mm-hmm. Start with something. Start with what you have. Right. My mom just had the head knowledge. Right. Like it wasn't that creative. created. She wasn't making anything. Mm-hmm. It was she had knowledge, mm-hmm. and that's what she used to for her job, and then also for you know her business. Because some people look at her and say, "Well, you were a statistic. Right. So you couldn't just
0: you know get out of here." And it wasn't. She went up, sold him, "Get some you know, statistics would say. Right. That she was let go. So. Right. So she was definitely uh, trailblazing. <laughs> trailblazing yeah. the single parenthood yeah. because those statistics, I mean, you read those statistics, you know, it would definitely have you down. You know, so you do have yeah. to have something within you to say, Hey, that ain't me. You know, that ain't me. Yeah, I may that doesn't be down matter the age. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter the age. Like right? mm-hmm. a
1: lot of people think,
0: okay, if I was a teenage parent, okay, mm-hmm. well now I'm I'm thirty five, I haven't gone to school, like right. i been mean, saying, no, that's the enemy. The enemy is yes. you cannot
1: accomplish anything and mm-hmm. that's not true. Right. And it's a lot of different. Right. It's
0: not true at all. So yeah. So uh, and we are in the middle of the pandemic. So what has been like the diff- the most difficult with it being a, a, a time of pandemic, having to, you know, just limit things and and all of that, especially with the boys.
1: I uh, will be honest with mm-hmm. you, It has not been difficult. Okay. <laughs> like for, that's what I can
0: think.
1: Right. Have to, right. Get for Amen. And we were just talking about this uh last week a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and like when my husband did this photography mm-hmm. and it was so funny, like his business just picked up. Wow. Like I said, oh, I don't know about like, oh, two thousand twenty is camp canceled. No, it's not. Right. Like some people are thriving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some people are making money right. and they're going well. Right. And so like with his business like that that's the busiest
2: June, July was mm-hmm. like the biggest he's ever been right. in his
1: business. And so I bless God because we haven't lacked. We haven't wanted or needed for anything. Oh, and so um and then not only that, like our kids mm-hmm like to be at home. Right. And so even when we did it kinda opened up a little bit. Like at our church, we had we have a bunch of people at church. (laughs) (laughs) At our church. And so they're not missing for friends. They're not missing for people that's in their age group. But then even at home, like we would they have a lot of stuff going. Like my husband would take them outside. I'm not a big outside person.
2: My
3: husband
1: takes them outside. We've gone to the park. There's a pool um we got a pool in the backyard. They They right. got their games. Mm-hmm. They got books. so it's so much stuff that they had
0: to do or had access to here. Right. So that's my story.
1: Right. I know
0: unfortunately it's not right. for everybody, but we have it. Right. I can truly say that I have no complaint. Hallelujah. So. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God is good. Yeah. He is definitely good. He's definitely good. So in these times, you know, like I said, we we are, you know, with. Even people that you know probably making money because they can't go here or there like they want to. Um, they used to traveling a lot. Um, uh, they may find it a, like a constraint. So just looking at everything that's happening, um, what would you say God is seeing in all of this? Not not only the pandemic, but just you know, the time we are in. just have to get to you for you to change your life. Uh huh.
1: And um. That word is so real because it's like, it shouldn't have to get in your neighbor's you to be like, oh, Jesus, you know what, okay, let me just go in and get myself together. But then God is saying like, this is a warning, right? Come on. Mm-hmm. But not because of he's trying to take something away, but it's more so him getting something to you. Right. But it's like, I want these, the promises, the blessings are stored up in heaven. They're stored there. Right. That means they haven't come down, but they haven't come down because of why. Mm. You have to take take a step back in yourself and reflect on yourself and say, okay, why, why haven't all of the blessings that God has promised me? Or even, because we probably, I don't know we'll see all of them. Right. But right. even just the insight mm. or a little bit of what He's promised us, why haven't I seen it? Yes. Well, you have to go through your heart checklist. Mm. Like, your Life checklist okay. What is it? There's some things that's not in order that I need to get in order. Mm-hmm. My heart is my heart right, right, to right towards people, you know, are my intentions, mm-hmm. you know. So it's really a self check time. I feel oh, it was so funny because my apostle has said something a couple of days but I, uh Thursday, and all of a sudden he's like, "Yes, I'm not sitting there and they thinking this word <laughs> this is from somebody else." And God's like, "No, the word is for you. It's for you. You are from the oh Yes, this is a joke in your mind. And God, like, No, it's for you. Right. The word is specific you, if you take heed to it. Uh-huh. If you take heed to it. So, I, uh, you know." that's that's the main thing like we're still in progression mm-hmm. in possession of the promise. Mm-hmm. so you just have to move move forward even in everything of whatever is happening you know what i mean there are people who are losing family members people who are losing friends mm-hmm. and not to i would never discount someone's yes grieving yes um, cause everybody grieves differently mm-hmm. but even in the grieving you know even that little bit of think that you can muster it up, God can use it. Mm-hmm. And he can still bless that and breathe
0: upon it. Yes. So I think that's really that's that's really what's really been speaking. Like, I was like, no, this pandemic, yes. It is a progression to the possession of the promise. Wow, well said, well said, well said. Um, if anyone or uh, if someone would say, um, well, let's say this, let's say it this way. If someone, you know, uh, would be asked the question, tell me about Lakeisha, what would they say in one sentence? Oh, God. One
1: sentence?
0: On the positive end. Yes. <laughs> one sentence.
1: Her life told the story of that.
0: Wow, her light tells the story of God. That is awesome. That is awesome. Wow! So we've came to the end of this podcast. It's been a blast. It's it's been exciting. I'm so glad you came on. And just tell the listeners how they can how they can get in touch with you, as well as your um, you know, your sons that are um, doing business. Okay, so Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. Oh,
1: my handles are D-L-A Harrell, so T-H-E-L-A-H-A-R-R-E-L-L. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well, Lakeisha Harrell, and Pinterest. <laughs> <I'm laughs> D-L-A Harrell on Pinterest. <laughs> and um, my baby. oh, I can't forget it. My husband is also, his talking. is yeah. 10th agency, so it's the number. One zero seventeen is spelled out media, and that's on Facebook and also Instagram. And then Gabriel Perella is on Instagram and Facebook as well. And our babies are not babies. Mm-hmm. babies mm-hmm. Little people lemonade, mm-hmm. and that's also on Instagram and Facebook. Little people lemonade, and it should come up. You'll see a little cartoon in the. uh
0: How you keep up with me. Wow! Y'all I'm see that? Everybody
1: is in transition right now because <laughs> I'm trying to move around to get that together. To all, right, all right.
0: I'm definitely active on social media, so I would love to connect with you. In. If you follow, I do follow back. I don't do the following and follow. I follow you. Right. <laughs> 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 she will follow you. You guys heard that? And as you can see, the whole family is uh. Is, is doing business. That's awesome. That is awesome. So thank you again, uh, Lakeisha, for taking the time out and sharing with us. It was a powerful word. just a powerful story, powerful information. And so you guys, here again, we're coming to the end of the podcast and you guys have a blessed, a blessed rest of your day, your week, your month, your year. Remember to put God first and remember to keep your sanity while single parenting. You guys be blessed.